Hello and welcome to Soundtrack, a series where we at Forerunner take a look at notable video game soundtracks and discuss them with the people involved in bringing them to life. Each episode is an excuse for us to indulge our fascination with how these scores are made. We want to hear what these artists have to say about their work, whether it's diving into the minutiae of a particular track, or learning about an amusing anecdote from development. In our first episode, we sat down with 65 Days of Static's Paul Walensky to talk about the band's contributions to developing the soundscapes of No Man's Sky's infinite universe. Before we begin, I'd actually like to point out that this episode dates back to around the release of the game. That's just something to bear in mind. It's common knowledge that No Man's Sky had a contentious launch, but with updates like No Man's Sky Next in 2018 and beyond in 2019, Developer Hello Games have been able to transform the divisive reception into something much more positive, and I think that's been really encouraging to see. That being said, I think the soundtrack is one aspect of the experience that's remained a fundamental strength since the beginning. Much like the worlds generated in-game, the soundtrack to No Man's Sky is procedural. It's a system comprised of recordings that are chopped up and stitched back together in unexpected ways, so each time you play the music will be a bit different. In the episode itself, it's actually kind of amusing that Paul slightly regrets the fact that he'll never actually get to hear everything that made its way into the game. The episode also gets into what initially sparked the interest between both the band and the studio, amongst other things, but I'll let that play out for itself. Once again, this is episode one of Soundtrack with Paul Wilinski from 65 Days of Static. Please enjoy. It seems appropriate to kick things off talking about Debutant, um, which, uh, just for context for readers and listeners, uh, is soundtrack the very early trailer for the game, uh, <laughs> as it's a str- song that stretches back to uh, We Were Exploding Anyway. Um, I'm going to assume it's a song someone at Hello Games liked and you came to them, uh, and they came to you about. Um, I'm sure you've told this story many times at this point, but uh, <laughs> uh, how did we get to today, basically, uh, you know, on the eve of the game's launch? Like... Uh, yeah, how did we get to this finished product? What's your relationship with Hello Games, and how did that go? Um, it was it was a little bit out of the blue. Yeah, they um, we, we were on tour somewhere, and they emailed us asking if they could use the song Debutant to um, soundtrack the launch trailer for this um, video game that they were announcing. Mm. Um, at the time, it was called Project Skyscraper. I think that was like their code name or something. Sure. Um, so we had a bit of back and forth on the email. We just kind of asked more information to check that it wasn't, you know, r- rubbish. Yeah. Um, and we saw some concept art, some screenshots, I think, um, and they sort of described what they were trying to build. And it was immediately, like, from the screenshots alone, it was immediately clear to us that this was going to be something pretty special. Sure. Um, so we just said, have you got anyone to do the soundtrack yet? Because if you haven't, then let's let, let, let's talk. That seems like a good idea to us. Um, and they were like, right, yeah, cool. Um, thanks for debutant. No, we've not got anyone on board yet. Um, let's talk. So like that all happened. Uh, the launch trailer went out. You know, looked amazing. Everyone went crazy for it. 
Um, and then we met them. Um, like I went down to London to meet Sean and was really, um, uh, I was quite nervous because this project just seemed like the perfect thing for 65 to be doing mm -hmm. and really just wanted to try and impress that upon him. Um, but fortunately, when we got to the meeting, it turned out that, like, it's just Sean has been a huge 65 fan since forever and oh, right. also was coming to that meeting hoping to convince us that we should do the soundtrack. So <laughs> it was really easy. It was really nice. It was um, it was a lot simpler than it ended up being because it was basically sort of like, oh, okay, we'll do the soundtrack. It can be our next record, but also the soundtrack. Maybe that would be cool. And we're like, yeah, all right, cool. No problem. Um, uh, and just sort of, it all, like, the actual... Um, yeah, bureaucracy of it just went from there to chaos. But the but the kind of but the real world just working with other games was just like from there to being brilliant. We just kind of got on with it and um, just got to know each other over the following few months and um, got to know what they're after. Yeah. And then we just got on with it. Nice. Uh, and so uh, you, you've mentioned Sean as well, and obviously he's been. You know, it's it's his kind of it's his baby in a lot of ways of the game. But uh, who else did you work closely with on the team? Um, there's uh, Paul Weir, who is the audio director, mm -hmm. um, who is a very ridiculously clever man. Hmm. Um, we, we we've worked with him quite closely um, over the last sort of stretch of the of the project. Um, like the, the, we're, we're in many ways like quite peripheral to this whole game um, and have mostly been left to our own devices we, we we wrote all of the music by ourselves up in Sheffield we checked in with them to make sure that, so, you know, sent them some demos to check that it was vaguely what they were after hmm. um, and got some positive feedback but they really just kind of, it was such an amazing amount of freedom that they gave us and trust that they placed in us so we just kind of got on with it um, to begin with, to make the record, to start collecting this kind of big library of sounds for the in-game stuff. And then uh, it was towards the end when we really got um, stuck in with Paul to um, to actually make the kind of generative music within the game work properly. Sure. Nice. Okay. Um, we've, we've had some. We've had some drinks and like cocktails and uh, <laughs> late nights with the rest of them. They're they're some of the nicest people we've ever met. <laughs> yeah, I've I've heard that before. Like they just seem like you know. I mean, it's um, we were actually talking. It's not dissimilar from being in a band. You know, it's uh, kind of this really tight knit group of people. You know, uh, we're really wanting to do something special together and make something. So absolutely, yeah. It's in a lot of ways they kind of. Um, remind us of us <laughs> like just they're just kind of doing their own thing and um well i suppose the difference between them and us is that they've made something wildly commercially successful <laughs> sure.
And um, so, I, about the process of you actually getting hands-on with the game, um, uh, when, when was the moment that it all clicked? When did you actually see some footage with what you had done, which I assume is very late on in the process? Um, and I mean, when did you just, you know, when did you as a band, you guys just kind of sit around and go, oh, wow, like, look at that, you know, be it, you know, mining or fighting robots or whatever, but landing on a planet just as a piece of, you know, a section of a song that you really, you love and you're proud of. I mean, mm-hmm. how, how, that must feel incredible, you know? How does that feel? Like, um, I, it, yeah, it's happened very, very, like, we, we barely, it's barely happened, really. Mm. Uh, because, like you say, that, that kind of, that's the kind of thing that comes very late. And in this particular game, I, 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 I don't understand the ins and outs of it, but, you know, it's the nature of this game. Nothing was ready until it was all ready. Like, <laughs> like it didn't exist properly until... It's not like they were designing it level by level or planet by planet like another game would. It's all this sort of code and they have to rebuild the entire mm. universe every time. Um, uh, you know, every time they add anything, change anything, it's it's uh, very strange. So, like, quite often when, when Paul Weir was coming up to Sheffield and we were putting in new batches of audio, you'd have this kind of special sandbox version of the game running so you wouldn't actually see the game mm. it, but it was the game's brain kind of you know like live and the, you'd have some uh, you'd be able to test the music that way um test like and you know you press the button and it goes right you're gonna be getting to a space battle or whatever and yeah. um and you wouldn't see anything happen but the music would change and respond to what it, you know what it thought was was going on if you see what i mean so that was that was the bulk of it, it was things like that um, or literally not even in the sandbox, just running from our sort of system, our hack together brain, like to with Paul to check that the um, the, the the moods were right for what we were soundtracking. Yeah, uh, and it did start to happen. Like towards the very very end, it did start to happen where he would be able to come up and and run the game in some sort of debugging mode, and we'd we'd be able to see it and check that the music was working. But but these were only this is like for a few hours at a time, you know, and we'd be working on it, so do lots of stopping and starting, um, and like a just a couple of weeks ago, maybe three weeks, where we finally got to play the sort of uh, is it gold master? Is that the right phrase? Yeah, when it went gold, yeah. Uh, yeah, um, he, he came up and he's like, right, this is it, you know, there's going to be uh, a significant day one update, but this is as finished as 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 we'll have seen it um like have, have at it and cool. so we played you know we played it for like i, I think like maybe three hours <laughs> yes between us and it was really exciting but obviously the nature of this game it's so big <laughs> and we've put so much stuff into that which of course is like being has been carefully staggered um and placed throughout the game because it's gonna, people are gonna be playing it for like hundreds of hours and stuff. And uh, so the three hours that we played really didn't mean anything for <laughs> in terms of actually hearing our our soundscapes. You know, it was just like well, we heard some of them, and they were they worked, and it seemed really cool. And when we got into a fight with a like 
weird space creature. Yeah. <laughs> the, the music reacted to it. So it was all like, it's like, this is great. This is brilliant. But, uh, but I'm like, but yeah, but I want to hear this particular piano loop and uh, I want to see how that sounds. But there's no way, like, I could, I could play the game for 50 hours and never hit that piano loop. Um, of course, yeah. It's just like, that's, there's no kind of cheat mode to jump to. <laughs> Yeah, you know, it just it just is what it is. Um, so yeah, but it, I mean, it was still really exciting. It, then it looked beautiful, and it was hostile and refreshingly difficult. Yeah. Uh, and I, I can't wait to not worked out how to play it yet, uh, <laughs> but um, going to find a way. Well, I, I like that I like that phrase you used, uh, refreshingly difficult, because, you know, I mean, that, that almost sounds like the way you were talking about finding these sounds and, and kind of forging forward with this, this record that you're making. Um, could you just talk about uh, End of the World song uh, and just let us know, like, I, even just kind of listening to it, you know, it sounds like that really, you guys toiled over that, you know, it's got so much passion and it just, it, it's a very kind of the, the second half, uh, especially has a very real energy to it. Mm. Oh well, thank you. Um, yeah, it's um, that was a big. It's, it's it feels like um, it always for a long time just felt a bit too exhausting to listen to. It was it was like, but not in a good way. It was like a bit too dense. Okay. There's so so much going on in it, and it's something that we've tried very hard to move past because there's often it feels like there's so much going on in sixty five songs, like too much going on. It kind of dilutes the the um, intensity of it a little bit just through sh just not being able to focus on a single thing and mm -hmm. in the early days of 65 that that was kind of it felt more like a strength because there was an intensity to it but um try, try that trick one too many times and it just became it kind of gets a bit old um so yeah like that song came from its opening uh, as far as i remember it it's kind of got some very big uh shamelessly sci-fi um melodies going on um big big sort of synth lines um and it felt like that was more of that was kind of like if there was ever going to be like a, a clarion call uh no man's sky sort of big sci-fi moment it would be that um and there was this one evening when we were writing when we had like various synths and guitars all well, like various synths hooked up by a MIDI, all going through different guitar amps, playing the same thing, with Joe, I think, playing the guitar along with it through one of the same amps, or something like some ridiculous combination of just like uh, making noise and recording it. Um, and that's and that's the um, that's that's the actual opening of the song. Like we couldn't, we thought we were just like catching an idea, um, and this happens quite a lot these days. It's like. Um, there's something about just the way that those things are feeding back and resonating with each other that was really um, kind of felt really powerful to us. And then we tried a million times to recreate it and uh, probably wasted half a day in the proper recording studio when we were making the record, trying to recreate it and then couldn't, it just didn't sound as good. Mm -hmm. um, and so in the end, kind of went with the demo thing. And um, yeah, the rest of the song sort of just evolved from there. It's like, okay, well, we've got this big thing. Um, but, but it feels like uh, it needs to have uh, a purpose. I mean, it can't just be a big sort of soft, fuzzy noise thing. Um, it's kind of got to explode because eventually uh, 
uh, that's what the sun will do. <laughs> oh, wow, yeah. And I mean, obviously, that, that's a very good way of looking at it. Um, and even with that in mind, I'd be very, very interested to see where that actually plugs into the game itself. you know just how kind of it's the unknown nature of all of this and I think that's why you know the hype is at just kind of this crazy level that it's got to because you know from the word go there's been so much you know it's just such an unknown quantity um, you must be really looking forward to playing that live I, did you you played that at Sonar I take it but um. well we actually played um, but because that song had so many iterations um, the it's it's vaguely cryptically um titled but um the last the last part of the last soundscape is um a, a variation on the theme of that song oh. that's uh that's more it's, it's still kind of noisy but it's more piano based mm-hmm. um and it has the same melodies in it it's it's it is the same song to our minds but it's, it sounds quite different um uh, so we played that version at sonar um, because it's it, it felt more in keeping with um, the general setup that we had, like the end of the world sun that's on the main album. That's going to need a real drum kit for a start. So, man, I'm excited to hear that. Yeah. With Forerunner, it's it, it will be a game-focused uh, audience reading this uh, primarily. So, yeah, is there any message you want to talk to them about uh, the overall process and, and what you what you you will take away from this personally? Um, well, I mean, it was just it's it's been it's been fantastic working on something like this and seeing how um, I think it's just. That sense, the, the sense of the future that's lacking in music, um, it's it's very much all there for the taking in in this kind of games world. Mm. Uh, there's, already, there's already so much that we would do um, that we know that we could build upon if we get the chance to do anything like this again. Um, you know, in terms of just composing uh, responsive music for for computer games, it's like there's just a whole like. Uh, pristine future of ideas and possibilities that um to kind of go running around in um so that's really great and i think it's really great that a small little indie team like hello games can somehow preserve the integrity of their vision Hmm. um and 
like not only survive but thrive like releasing the most anticipated games of the year yeah, man. made by like 22 people and um and for it to be a game that's unashamedly different and not just about running around um shooting people not just about being guided through a very carefully structured narrative but it's just you know it's open and um like vague sounds like a negative word what's the, whatever a positive word for vague is yeah uh, um well it, I, you know it, sky's the limit I, yeah what, um, yeah like it allows <laughs> you it kind of it just nudges you into using your imagination liberating so. yeah liberating great um i think that i think that's i think that's that's all a really healthy thing and regardless of how the game is received um like I, i'm probably not a strong enough gamer um to really appreciate the uh, strengths or flaws of the game as a playable thing um if, if you see what i mean like you know i don't know the, the way the ships handle and things i have no idea like this could this could be it could be the best uh the, the best game ever made or it could just be another yeah. Might, you know what I mean? Like, there's, there's there's plenty of levels of game criticism that I'm just not familiar with, so I don't know oh, how, of course, how, yeah. how it'll be received. But I hope, regardless of any of that, it's it's kind of like remembered and appreciated as a significant stepping stone in a sort of wider gaming history because well, they deserve it. Well, I th I certainly think you're in luck, man. Like uh, from everything, you know, kind of. The hype train to it just seems entirely justified and uh yeah well just to finish then um i just want to say it's just it's very easy to recognize the parallels between you and hello games and just you know this kind of like we said earlier it's just a tight-knit group of friends that just want to make something cool mm. um and it really does seem from what i've heard of this new record that that's exactly what you've done um and i'm really looking forward to hearing it in that context thank you very much cool. thank you so much for your time paul